Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Danny Mahoney joins us now on the line as well. He's going to sit in in PJ's place. PJ's off this week or off today, so uh, he's going to sit in and join Mick in our usual GA quiz. It's back now. You're going to try and win the All-Ireland, lads. Donny, you've never played this before, but Mick, the four that you've gotten with PJ is the All-Ireland final. Do you think Donny's the secret ingredient that can help you go one step further? Yeah, Donny's uh, uh, length and breadth of, the, of GA knowledge is bordering on the bizarre, I would say. It's like I, I would say he probably wouldn't be able to tell you who won the All-Ireland last year, but will know who won the Leinster first round in 2012. So this is exactly his type of quiz, I think. You know? Well, Donny, is that insulting or a, 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 a compliment? Because I think it might be both. It's flattering. And uh, did Kerry win the All-Ireland last year? I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, I, my, I find that the obscure knowledge, though, it, yeah, it's, it might, I, the obscure knowledge is there, but it's getting sort of like the, a lot of dust is going over that knowledge now. And I, I, I fear I've lost a lot of it. But look, we, what I like about this is I've got a solid partner and we can talk it out together and we'll, yeah. and we'll figure this out, you know. That's what we found yeah. actually in the few weeks now. Mark says it's our usual quiz, but we haven't had it in about six weeks. But we're back to it now. And what we found is that we can actually, we do sort of talk ourselves into the right answer, Mark. Is, uh, is yeah, exactly. Well. And yeah. as always, it's revealed on air. But uh, what usually doesn't happen is that uh, I get to the point of this point of the podcast where I haven't actually accidentally given it away to either you or PJ. I have managed this week to keep it a secret. But there was a bit of a clairvoyant there uh, in your discussion there, Mick, a second ago. We will get to that in just a moment. But first of all, I just want to close the book on the results of our greatest football moment in the 21st century, Gaelic football moment. It was our bracket in association with Labrooks. We talked about it in the last couple of weeks in the podcast. We were lining up. We were ready for the final this time last week. It was Morris Fitzgerald against Owen Mulligan. Morris Fitzgerald, I can reveal, won that. Uh, if you've been looking at it, if you've been on site, you will know that, of course. He won with 58% of the vote. Johnny, you weren't on the podcast last week, but you were heavily involved in the in the decision making process when we're trying to cut it down to a sixteen moment shortlist. Are you happy with the result? How is is Morris a deserving winner? I mean, it's definitely a deserving winner. Uh, my thoughts. Am I right to say that both of those moments happened at the quarterfinal stage of the? Yes. Yeah. It's an, it, it, it's a, that just strikes me as unusual that. You know that the two most like defining moments of the decade so far are you know are common it at sort of stages that really weren't ultimately that didn't decide all Ireland's or you know um, kind of probably might have been missed by a lot of people in real time. Um, but yeah, it's I mean look, you can't knock you can't knock the point. Um, so I, I guess now that Miko uh, Miko Dwyer was voted Manager of the Year. And Morris Fitzgerald has the defining or manager of whatever all time, and that Morris Fitz has the, the defining moment of the century. It's like, I've, I've, do we have too much South Kerry uh, readership <laughs> on our side? I, I don't know if it's. I wonder. I I would like. I think. Yeah. I. But fair play. What can you say? You, you can't. You can't knock that point. It was iconic. Mick, we were kind of tossing and. Turning here last week, not knowing what to go with. Yeah. I think having watched back after we discussed it, I watched back the full Kerry Dublin game is actually on GA now on YouTube, and I watched back those last few minutes of that game, and definitely I think I probably 
didn't give Fitzgerald the credit he deserved in terms of all I maybe you know now we're saying I was saying like looking back 19 years later and you might remember the game or the results or neither team went on to win the Ireland but in that moment Johnny Curley just kicked a bad wide Kerry had been dominating Dublin had come back to go a point up Kerry's championship was over there and he then decides to do that beside Blaine. So like yeah. we're in the moment, we're in that at that time it was an incredible moment. It was the calmness as well where he just slowed everything yeah. down, sent the player away. I can't remember who it was, and was just like, I have this, like I have this, I'll I'll take this on. And that's what great players do, even when they're kind of past their prime and off the bench and like Morris was that day. It's funny, I was talking because we're doing obviously the Waterford 15 for 30 this year that you'll see on the podcast feed. And I was talking to um Kieran O'Connor at WLR about John Milan actually and I was thinking about how, like, the point Milan got against Galway in a quarterfinal a few years ago in the last minute, and, you know, because he just took it on himself because that's what great players do. And I, while I was saying it, I was thinking, that's what Morris Fitz is here. Morris Fitz is, like, the great player when the game is tied, took the ball at the end of the game and says, I'll do this. It's Michael Jordan, game six, etc. Yeah. You know, like, there's, there's all of these parallels, really, that we're all thinking about in terms of we're all thinking about legacy so much at the moment with no actual sport on. And I think that's what defines it. And that's like that's why it's such a great moment is because it was such a great player. And it might, like for me, Mulligan was still more of a jump out of the seat moment. But, you know, you have the last minute of it all. You know, that kind of makes it a bigger moment. To Donnie's point about it being quarterfinals rather than finals or whatever. If you're, what's a bigger moment is definitely the last minute of a game than sort of like something that happened during the game. And also, I think... Uh, you know, Donny would have made a really big point for Gooch's goal against Mayo in 2004 being on the shortlist in general when we were having these arguments. And I suppose the point to that is when the great, great players do it, it does mean all that more and it does resonate all that more. And that's probably why Morris Fitz got over the line in the end. Yeah, definitely. If you missed any of the bracket in terms of what were the moments made into the final 16, we'll throw it up on Instagram again. You can look at the different rounds, see who beat who. And you can check it out there. That'll be on our uh, boss of the Instagram page later today. But it's time for our GDA quiz. And lads, like I mentioned, you're only finding out now what code this quiz is going to be, what uh, year it's going to be. You're going to start out, if anybody's listening for the first time, Donnie and Mick are going to work as teams. I'm going to start asking questions. I start with a question about the preliminary round in the provincial championships of this specific code, specific year championship. For everyone they get right, they move on around in the championship and they're going to try and win it. And lads, this week's is the 2012 All-Ireland Football Championship. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> the random uh, year I picked out of your arse there a minute ago. Yes, I, g- genuinely I hadn't told you that. So uh, Mick just, it was a complete coincidence with the fact that you said Donnie will know who won the preliminary round of the Leinster Football Championship in 2012. <laughs> Unfortunately, lads, <laughs> the first question is about the Ulster preliminary round uh, of no. 2012. So I don't I know, Donnie, is this... Or oh, do you? Yeah, Duddy Gall and Antrim. Or was that 11th? No. Oh, that was 11th, damn it. Okay. That was 11th. Yeah, so yeah. here we go. Are you ready, lads? So you can work in teams. Like I said, if you get one wrong before the quarterfinal stages, you will go into the, into the back door and you get a chance to uh, keep the, your hopes alive. The furthest we've ever gone is you've reached the All-Ireland hurling final. Is fell yourself and Mick, Mick fell at the final stages of the last football championship one. Can you just go a couple of steps forward today? Question number one. Duddy Gall beat Cavan in the 2012 Ulster preliminary round. In what was Terry Highland's first game in charge of the Breffley men, after the previous manager had resigned following a disappointing league campaign, who was that previous manager? Can I just ask for a clarification? Yeah. So this manager, he only managed Cavan for the league, and then Highland came in. Didn't they had two managers in the same year? 
Uh, they had two managers in the same year, but that's not saying that this manager only was a cap manager for that National League campaign. He could have been the okay. manager the year. Yeah, 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 he could have been. I, 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 if you say so. It sounds I, like it could be. Like I thought... Okay, so I thought that Terry Highland and Val Andrews were joint managers. I could have that wrong, and then Terry Highland took over. Now, if I have this completely arsed I do, but in light of a better answer, mm-hmm. that's who I think it is. Do you have anyone better? Nobody comes to mind. So okay. I'm going to go. With, I'm going to back you. Okay, let me just think for two seconds. Who else were cabin managers in the day? Tommy Carr was knocking around around this time as well. Oh, it's Tommy Carr. Isn't it? Mark, your poker face is way too good. Will you give the answer away? Oh, when was Tommy Carr cabin manager, Donny? I didn't even know he was cabin manager. He was very briefly cabin manager, I think. Maybe it might have been that year and a half. It could have ended badly in the sort of yeah, Mick Owen Clare kind of way. It was the last hurrah. I could see I could see him kind of giving I think I can I can vaguely remember a story about Carr getting pushed out of cabin a bit early. God, so a bit unceremoniously. Andrew's kind of a bit of a mercurial type, but is it one of the two of them, Mark? <laughs> You're gonna have to decide which one, lads. We're here all day. This is the first question of the money I thought Val Andrews and Terry Highland were joint managers at one point. I I gotta say I I like the sound of car. Okay. Okay, let's go with Tom. Tommy Tom Carr. Mark. That is out in the preliminary round. The right answer is Val Andrews. Oh. So Highland. Are they joint, joint managers, managers though? Because if you do, then you've you've um you've you've asked that question in a very misleading way. Yeah. I was first match first match in charge as an individual. There were joint managers, then Andrews as manager on his own, with Highland managing the twenty one teams and been in the back room, and then Highland was manager on his own. After Andrews. So Val was manager in his own for the league? Yeah. Okay, well then you probably did get away with it on technicality. Shit, anyway, why didn't I just go with my instinct? Yeah, you go into the back door, and the way the back door when works... was Tommy this, Carr manager? He was manager before Andrews. I, was Tony Kilgan in between? I don't think, it was either Tony Kilgan, then Carr, then Andrews, or Carr, then Kilgan, then Andrews. I can't remember off the top of my head. But you go into the back door. The way the back door works, this is the first time we ever had to use it, is... Should you get the question about the qualifiers right, you will go back into the championship wherever you first exited. So you'll go back in at the quarterfinal stage of the provincial championship. So lads, your backdoor question to get this is your lifeline. Who did Longford beat in the first round of the 2012 qualifiers? Uh, are the questions not supposed to get easier? Derry. Who are you going with, Mick? Derry. They always beat Derry. They bet them three times. Is that your final out, or is that... Unless you want to different, discuss, uh, change your mind again. You have a different answer, Danny. Is there... I'm just trying to think of that year. Um, they bet Mayo the, in 2010. Yeah. I think. But Mayo and obviously then, got to the All-Ireland Final, so it wasn't them. No. Um, I think it was there. There wasn't any year where they would have beat... I kind of remember Longford game next. Cork or Kildare? Cork got to the All Ireland semis, and Kildare got to the All. Ireland. I don't know about Kildare actually. Yeah, well, Kildare played. Yeah, I remember a news talk commentary from McIntyre. 
and Kildare. I think, yeah, I think Derry is the obvious. I don't know. Derry is the obvious one to go for. Derry, at least, is an educated guess. They beat them three yeah. times. Yeah. That's. You're back in the game. Yes. You, it was indeed Derry. It was in the middle of Lumpur. I think it was like their second authority on that incredible run where they almost won 10 first round qualifiers in a row. Uh, ruining their own chances of that record by uh, actually going and beating me in uh, the Leinster Championship in 2018. Uh, but yeah, you're back in. And speaking of the Leinster Championship, you're now back in at the quarterfinal stages of that Leinster Championship in 2012. And staying in the theme of managers, Loud lost to Dublin 2 22. 12 points in the Leinster Football Championship in 2012. It proved to be which Loud manager's final provincial game in charge of the Wee County? So, the TD, Peter Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. He would have stayed on after 2010 and been given another run around. Uh, but he have lasted until 2012. Stayed on in 2011 after 2010. Yeah, if it wouldn't have been a very long uh, period in charge, which has happened in Loud. You know, um, in fairness, there's been a few kind of one-term managers. As far as I can remember, Aidan O'Rourke being the first one that jumps into mind. But I'm pretty sure that's way after this. Um, I must be Fitzpatrick. I think it's the best guess. You are indeed right, lads. It's Peter Fitzpatrick. You also could have guessed it, given that the nature of the question, I wasn't going to completely screw you. It's a qualifying question about <laughs> random loud managers. Uh, so it is Peter Fitzpatrick. Uh, he had guided them to the Leinster final a couple of years previous. But you're now on to the semi-final stages of the Provincial Football Championships of 2012. And this one is probably tricky enough. We'll see how you get on. I was expecting that I was having, I was saving the backdoor question for this one. But we'll see. Oh. Uh, I suppose when you, you ask a cabin question, Mark, you just assume everybody's going to automatically know the answer. <laughs> well, you did know the answer. You just talked <laughs> yourself out of it. <laughs> Me, or, sorry, Mayo beat Leitrim in one of the Connacht semi-finals in 2012. But who won the other match? Galway, Roscommon, or Sligo? Okay, so 2012 Connacht final was Mayo against... Um, Mayo won it because I think they won five in a row around this time. Yeah. In, uh, it, it was in the middle of that. So what was... Sorry, actually, Mark, I was kind of daydreaming about Val Andrews and Tommy Carr while you asked the question. <laughs> Mayo beat Leitrim in one of the Connacht semi-finals, but who won the other match? Galway, Roscommon or Sligo? Which is, as Donny said, in other words, who did Mayo play in the Munster final? But this is the semi-final question, so we're going to ask it the other way. Okay, so Sligo won in 07, and I don't think they... Yeah, there was, there was definitely, like, I think Sligo were in the Connacht final maybe in, like, 2014 or 15 when and it got totally destroyed. Um, um, I don't know if, like, the obvious answer is Galway, but, like, it's probably too obvious. Mayo, um, just in that time, Mayo bet, I think they bet nearly every team, except for probably Leitrim in the Connacht final in that run. Um, yeah. So it's like, which year was which? And it was, like, obviously, it wasn't the London year. Because um, they're not one of the clues. Yeah. Um, oh, this is so frustrating. I don't know the answer. It's the truth. 2012. I, I remember the jersey. It was the Mayo jersey that they wore in the All-Ireland Final, which was the green, dark green one with the kind of uh, the red kind of coming up from the corner in the bottom. Yeah. It didn't have a hoop. 
just again, if that helps jog your memory of a comic final at all, I don't know. Yeah. Um, comic final, final from that era, tell me if you can remember it. There was Ray Moylet was, had won some kind of belt and he was unveiled. Um, uh, he was sort of brought out of them to Kenny. There. I don't know if that was 2012 though, because the Olympics were on. I, yeah, no, the, Ray Moylet's kind of big achievement was in 2010 or 2011. Yeah, and Joe Ward both won European goals. I remember. Um, oh, 2011, I think that was. Oh my god. Um, I think it must have been. I feel like you remember Ross Common Connacht finals. I have a yeah. terrible feeling it's Sligo. Yeah, Sligo is what my heart would say. I think, like the, like Ross Common seemed to win a lot of finals. Um, and Sligo kind of fluke into them. I don't, yeah, I can't remember. So what might have happened was Mayo might have beaten Galway in the first round, then Leitrim in the semi final, and like, yeah. you know, taking London and everything out of it. And what might have happened is that Sligo and might have beat Sligo could have easily beaten Ross Common in the semi final. Yeah, that's, or I mean, London might be in there somewhere as well, but yeah, uh, like, I know that. Oh, sorry, yeah, not in the final because it's either Roscommon, Galway, or... Yeah, uh, it could have been... Sligo won 1-7, I'm pretty sure they got to one other kind of final and were absolutely hammered, and why not? Just, uh, also, it's like, why are you asking the question? Um, mm-hmm. If it's Galway, or even yeah. Roscommon, which makes me yeah. think it could be Sligo, but... Yeah, I... I know. We, know, we know they were in one of them, so... Hopefully we've talked ourselves into this answer and not out of it, but uh, we'll go with Sligo. Well, lads, you've, you've all the different criteria wrong for why it's Sligo, but it was indeed Sligo. <laughs> <laughs> Sligo lost the 2012 Connacht final to Mayo by 12 points to 10, by two points. <laughs> so they were beaten, <laughs> Yeah, after beating Galway in the semi-final, 214 <laughs> to 15 points. But it's got there at the end. I will remind you, though, that we do have a site to run. So if he's contrained, <laughs> gets these answers as I quickly kind of, as possible. It's funny, now that you kind of mentioned those things, I remember kind of Sligo having this really good team of that year. Charlie Harrison might have won an All-Star. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right, he did, but uh, it was a good team, definitely. But uh, yeah, so you're on, to the, you're on to the provincial finals. There we uh, go. You've reached the provincial final stages. Uh, you, you're getting there. You're scraping through, but you've got all, gotten all well so far. This is a simple one. Who contested the Munster final at 12 and who won the match? Uh, so, Kerry would have been one of the teams. And then... Cork. So the All-Ireland... Donegal beat Cork in the All-Ireland semi-final. I want to say. I think it was semi. Yeah. And... They bet Kerry in the quarterfinal. Yeah. And Donegal won Ulster. Yeah. So Kerry definitely didn't win Munster. Court must have. That's right. You get me? I hear you. I, you're definitely right on that. That. So, but, but did they beat Kerry earlier in the championship is a bigger question, I suppose. And then I'm just trying to think of the other quarterfinals. Yeah. I mean, I think it's too early for that tip team. And then you're looking at Limerick, Limerick, Claire, Claire. Claire. I feel like they're. Oh, maybe. oh, it was Claire. Claire bet Limerick in the in the um, Claire bet Limerick in the brilliant match 
on a Saturday night. I think that was in the Kerry oh, must yeah. have played yeah. Cork early. Um, oh, geez, I don't remember Cork beating Clare in the Munster final now. I only ever remember Kerry beating them. Um, yeah, I think, well, if you, oh, I do, I remember. <laughs> These questions are so hard. <laughs> oh, we say Kerry. Like I actually, here's another thing. You kind of remember Kerry going on mad qualifier uh, binges, like yeah, in 2009 or whatever. They must have only won one match. I think they bet Oh, wait, hold, hold on. Wasn't the year that Kerry and Tyrone played in uh, Killarney? Was that 2012 as well? Oh, it might have been. It might have been. And did they beat Galway then in the next round? Maybe they were in the qualifiers. Okay, well, we say Cork and Clare, and Cork won. Yeah, and the uh, only thing, yeah, let's do it just for the sake of it. If it's Cork and Tip, <laughs> isn't that's the correct answer? Is Cork beat Clare in the Munster final? Yes! Really Cash yourself out of it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be an easy one, given the mix of Clare fans. I don't remember <laughs> it. I remember, I remember did they, it was the year they bet Limerick in the semi final. Yeah, points, yeah. And it was some match. It was, oh, it was just this brilliant, brilliant, brilliant match. Um, but I kind of don't remember what happened after that. So what was the score in the Munster final? Uh, 316 to 13 points. Okay, that's probably so why. You got well beaten, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't Dean Cork. Congratulations, you're through to the All Ireland quarter final, lads. Well Danny, what a debut performance. Uh, uh, you start, but you've, you've, you've gotten back to bits. Mixed doing all the work, I've just sort of. It's easy I don't know, I'm just talking myself into wrong answers constantly. You got the. Uh, I wouldn't just have gone for a Yeah. So, anyway, wrong final, lads. Massive, yeah. Uh, I picked out two of the quarterfinal matches from that year Dublin against Leash and Donegal against Kerry. Across both of those matches, the three goals scored, and you just need to name one of the goal scorers. Okay. So... So what was the first match? Dublin and Leash. And Kerry Donegal? Yeah. So I'll give you a clue in this. Uh, there was one yeah. goal scored in the Dublin-Leash game, and there were two goals scored in the Donegal-Kerry game. I'm Sorry. almost sure that Colin McFadden scored just because we yeah. were doing the Donegal 15 for 30 last week, and I was looking at his 2012 season, and I'm almost sure he scored in that match. Like I'd yeah, be, I, I'd be ninety five percent sure. I'd be, I that would be my first guess. Also, I remember Kerry scored a late goal when maybe Donahue or somebody came off the bench. So, like, there might I think, be. I think it was Donahue actually. Yeah, like I think I only looked at this match the other day, just on like Wikipedia, just when I was doing some research on the Donegal team. So I mm. actually think it was McFadden and Donahue, but I, I'm more sure of McFadden, and I haven't a clue about the double match. Sounds good. I would, yeah, let's go for it. Okay, Colin both McFadden. for Colin McFadden. Yeah. Lads, you're through to the All-Ireland semi-final. Congratulations. Unbelievable stuff, lads. It was indeed. Colin McFadden scored a goal. Kieran Donahue scored a goal. And in the, the Dublin-Leash game, Michael Darren McCauley, who got the goal for Dublin. I'm just looking up here. It was, a, it was a game I forgot about because Dublin only won that by a goal. So it was their MDMA goal that got them there. Um, so they won, won 12 to 12 points. Wow. But anyway, you're through to the All-Ireland semi-final. What a, what, a, what a time to be alive. So yeah. uh, we're moving on. There's a lot of... A lot of teams, this, I, I thought we'll do the 2012 championship. That was class. Donegal winning a water championship. Then I realized that there weren't actually that many talking points from that championship aside from Donegal and uh, Mayo. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of the same counties are popping up with questions here. So in the semifinals, uh, Donegal beat Cork and Mayo beat Dublin. One of these games had the highest total of points scored in that year's championship. Which one was it? Now I mean points as in don't count goals. So it's just okay. points alone aggregate. Totally. So, I Which remember, my memory of the 
I don't remember the Donegal court game at all, but I do remember a lot of. I mean, the 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 Dublin game was quite high scoring. I remember, but that it could have been goals. Could have been goals. It could have been late. Did it go to a replay, or was that no. No, 2015 semi-final uh, replay? Yeah, Dublin Mayo would have been gone up a lot early, and then there was a sort of a fight back from from Dublin, and it ended up you know being quite close. But in the end, Mayo won by a point or two. Um, I, I couldn't remember yeah. the court game at all. I think it's the other match. I think there was no goals in it. I think it was like 22-18 or something like that. Um, and I think that the trick of the question is remembering that there was a load of scores in the Mayo-Dublin game. But I think yeah. I think Mayo got three goals in that game. Now, I could yeah. be wrong. I, I like you know you're mixing up a lot of Dublin Mayo matches in your head when you start thinking like they played each other. Geez, they played each other a lot of times, didn't they? They played each other five times in six years or something like that, and two yeah. of those matches went to replays. So they played each other seven times in six years. I guess that core team was had had some a lot of players who could score, and that year Donegal kind of uh, kind of kicked it on with their own sort of. Scoring ability, so yeah, so like you could see thirty points between those two. Yeah, okay. So I which we go with? Let's Donny Gallagher. Donny Gallagher, final answer. Yeah. Once again, you have fallen at the semi-final hurdle at the football championships, lads. Missed out on a final appearance. Appearance again. It was indeed Dublin against Mayo. Mayo won nineteen points to sixteen. The Donegal Cork match ended up sixteen points to one eleven. Unlucky, so what remember, a performance! Remember well, the done. complete yards race. Like I said, Mayo yeah. getting three goals. What am I talking about? Like, is that uh, two thousand fifteen semi final? Oh my god! Can you give us I the was, question for the final? The question for the final would have been named fourteen at the starting fifteen for Donegal in the All Ireland final. Oh, I could do that, no problem. Well, go for it. No. Go for the crack. Darkin. Uh, Paddy McGrath, Aim, uh, Neil McGee, Frank McGlynn, Eamon McGee, Carl Lacey, uh, Anthony Thompson, Neil Gallagher, uh, Rory Kavanagh. Um, I'm going to get mixed up a little bit on the forwards then, but you have uh, Leo McLoon, uh, Mark McHugh, uh, Colin McFadden, Paddy McBrearty, Michael Murphy. That's... that's uh, there's 14. 14 yeah. <laughs> Racer, uh, Ryan Bradley was the other wing forward who had a great edge of as well. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> you would have you would have won the All-Ireland final. But look at, you fell at the, <laughs> you fell at the semi-final stage. Still, though, brilliant performance. Uh, really thought this was going to be a disaster after <laughs> going out in the first round of the Ulster Preliminary Championship. But you fought your way back through the back door. <laughs> well done, lads. Donny, thanks very much uh, for joining us this week. No problem. Sorry, mate. Uh, that is it from us today. That is it. Uh, you can find us by searching the Build Up on Ball Study on all good podcasts. Absolutely. If you've not listened to the rest of the show and you're just listening to the GA part, be sure to listen to the full podcast. This week we talked to Jason Quigley. He tells us his five favourite boxing matches of all time. It's definitely worth the listen. Uh, but until we chat to you again next week, mind yourself. Mind yourself.